I'm Hadley Robinson. And I'm Chris Erickson. This is No More Covers, a podcast where we learn about songwriting by making ourselves do it, even when we don't really know how. Even when we don't really want to. (laughs) (laughs) What, Chris? You didn't want to? It was really hard. This was my worst month yet. Yeah. You mean your worst month in terms of, like, the effort? Yeah. I found this month to be really, really hard in terms of process and... You know, even when I've waited a little bit too long into the month, like I felt like I could pull things together. And this one, I mean, I had multiple extensions and I produced something, uh, but it took me a really long time and it felt really hard. Yeah, there was there was a good de- deal of work involved this time. I feel like it's not just like sometimes the creativity is like enough and sometimes you just have to put in a lot of work. <laughs> you yeah, know? not only the time, but making sure that you're in the zone to actually write something. To catch up any new listeners, on this podcast, we pick a theme every month, and then we write a song inspired by that theme. Uh, this month, our theme was maps. Why do you think this month was more difficult for you? I think it was kind of a combination of things. You know, I'm heading back to work, and so there's a lot of anxiety about school. It can feel at times emotionally exhausting just to process everything and to to really kind of get back into the groove of setting aside time to work on writing a song. The thing about this project is it's kind of a forced creativity in a way. Before this project, I feel like when I would write music or, you know, try and create something, it was often because I was sort of struck by inspiration or I was going through something emotionally. And so I kind of wanted to make something. Mm -hmm. But here, this project is like, nope, you have to do it every month, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what's going on in the world. Yeah, I also think that the theme was somewhat limited. Um, You know, I think it was kind of hard to interpret the theme in any other way than like a roadmap or, you know, a map of life. And we did move past kind of a two-dimensional map and we're thinking about like more of a three-dimensional map that included some element of Mm. time, you know, but I think it was kind of limiting in that sense. I think initially we didn't think it was going to be limiting. And then as I started to brainstorm, I was like, oh. Yeah, I was about to say that too, is like, I actually thought there was going to be a lot of possibilities because like, in theory, I find maps like really interesting. I love maps. I love looking at maps. Like I feel like maps really put you in a certain place and give you an understanding of broader context. But when it came to actually like applying it to life, it felt narrow. Yeah. This idea of like, where are we going and and what's the plan and the map mapping out things? I don't know. It feels particularly hard like in a pandemic yeah. when it seems like. The roadmap is a little fuzzy, you know, it's yeah. not very clear. The roads are a lot of roadblocks. And it's interesting because like every state is releasing their roadmap to reopening. Oh, yeah. And, you know, even with that, it's like that roadmap changes pretty constantly yeah. as new things come up and, you know, cases reappear. Right, and- right. So I'm sure everybody, this is getting you super excited to hear our songs. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're okay, I think. I seriously I do feel like we pulled it out in the end. We always do. I think we have some good things to share. So should we flip the coin and get listening? All right. Do you have the coin, Hadley? Because I have not seen it yet. I'm gonna grab it. Ooh, there it is. I'm seeing the details of it. You know, yeah. Hadley, I don't think we've taken a picture of the coin to show our, our um mm. to show our listeners. Yeah, I that's a good Instagram viewers. idea. Yeah. I'm sure people will be very excited about it. Okay. I'm ready to flip. Okay, I'm ready to call it. You ready to call? I'm always okay. ready. One, two, three. Heads. Heads. 
It's Tails. Tails, that means you go. Okay, my song is called Directions. In a quarter mile, turn right onto 7th Avenue. Turn right onto 7th Avenue. Don't tell me where to go. I can look around and find the way on my own. Head southwest on 6th Avenue toward 3rd Street. Don't tell me where to go. I feel like leaving town and I can't handle your tone. Turn right onto 9th Street. There's a geography of how my life's supposed to be. Destinations like check marks, marriage, job, and family. Mile markers like goalposts I was supposed to reach. But I took a turn left and ended up at the beach. As my hands feel the sand and I gaze out at the sea. I wonder if I chose this path or if it chose me. You can have a good sense of direction and still be lost. Come to a new intersection and all bets are off. I draw a map as I go along. Please forgive me in a quarter mile, turn right onto 9th Street. It can be easier to just jump on a boat and let the river decide whether I paddle or float. Other days, some brightness illuminates my way, and I know in my heart whether to go or stay. Have you ever wished a compass would make a warning sound? Or wondered if the opposite of lost is safe or found? In 1,000 feet, your destination will be on the right. You can have a good sense of direction and still be lost. Come to a new intersection and all bets are off. I'll draw a map as I go along Please forgive me if it turns out wrong Your destination is on the right Don't tell me where to go I can look around And find the way on my own Don't, don't Tell me where to go I feel like leaving town I can't handle your tone That was great, Hadley. I loved the use of some type of GPS navigating system there. Yeah? Maps theme? You gotta, like, put the maps on. That's how I think a lot of us... Use maps these days. So where did the audio with the directions come from? I actually brought my, I have like a portable recorder and I just brought it on a drive with me. I could put the mic like up against the car speaker and 
drove around the neighborhood and had that thing talk to me. I love it. A little bit of field recording for your song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's my it's my journalist instinct. Why did you want to include that in your song? I kind of have an aversion to that, like to getting directions um, audibly. Uh, I always have, like, I had a hard time doing, when that first kind of came out, I was very resistant and reluctant. Yeah. I'd be like, you know, especially somebody else in the car, like, as my friends know, my I'd be like, can you just tell me? I don't want the robot to tell me. Like, can yeah. we, like just felt a little jarring. And it confuses me when I look at it, too, because I feel like it just tells you the next place to turn. I like to see maps, like, a little broader, like, mm, so I can too. see where where we're going, like, the whole concept of it. Yeah. So I was, I was kind of thinking about that. And obviously, like, it's a very useful tool over time. I have accepted that, like, sometimes, especially in the car by myself, where I, when I don't know where I'm going, it's really nice to have a thing tell you what to totally. do. Totally. But yeah, I I was a little defiant. I, I thought it'd be interesting to kind of draw the parallel between it telling me where to go and me not liking that and sort of like society and culture telling us what to do, giving us these kind of like endless signals and maybe a little bit too often <laughs> about what the map of like a normal life is supposed to look like. Yeah. You know? And so I just wanted to play with that. Uh, the opening line is don't tell me where to go. Who do you think that it, that first opening line is directed at? Is it society? I definitely wrote that, that first part directed at the like robot telling yeah. me where to go. So it was a very, it was directly like, shut up yeah. robot. Don't tell me what to do, you know, but I, I was playing with the idea that it was, I'm also sort of like telling the bigger picture, like, fuck off, you know? Yeah. It's interesting. You were making me think a lot about what you were just talking about with sort of the smaller picture of like, take a right, take a left versus being able to see the whole map and kind of know where in the context of that larger map you're headed. And maybe that's applicable to life too is... You know, maybe stopping and asking, why am I doing this this thing that seems really small or this thing that I'm just following along with versus taking that step back and looking at that larger picture? Right. So there's a topic of directions changing in your song that I found really interesting. Um, what do you think that you were trying to say with this song in terms of changing directions? I, I want I want you to tell me more about like about changing directions or like where you heard that. So I feel like one of the first moments is when you talk about taking a left turn and then ending up at the beach, mm. which I love, right? Because mm. the beach is fun. The beach is interesting. And I feel like a couple of other places in the song, there's this idea of not ending up necessarily where you thought you would end up. Right, um, right. And so to me, that idea of changing direction would be, you were going one way, but then whether you made that, and this comes up too, right? The idea of Mm. like making a choice versus something happening to you, whatever it is, whether it's choice or whether it's happenstance, you're in a different place. And so you've changed directions from where you thought you would end up or be. Yeah. Now now I hear what you're saying. Sort of turning, taking the left turn and ending up at the beach. It was like, I'm not on that path, you know, like that, that is the normal path. Right. Or I, I, at least that's how I feel, you know? And, and, to some degree, maybe I feel, and it might be made up, but maybe I feel like society's judgment on that a little bit. Yeah. Taking the left turn and ending up the beach is like, I kind of did want to like show some positivity there. Like right. the beach is a positive place. I love yeah. the beach. The right. beach is fun. Yeah. I-, I wanted to like maybe take that judgment out a little bit, yeah. you know, like, and maybe it's my own self judgment, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's a bigger, some perception I have of judgment, but like you can go a different way. 
and you can find other things. You know, when I first listened to the song, I loved the way that that builds up or builds to the beach line. Like I remember listening to it and almost laughing out loud, or I think I might have laughed out loud. <laughs> but it's funny because you're right. The expectation in my mind was it was going to be like, oh, I didn't follow the path. And then there's a sort of negative or neutral. But instead it was, yeah, there's this awesome other thing that you would have missed otherwise. Uh, and I love that. I love that idea. The one other thing I'll say about that in answer to that question is I've often gotten to these like sort of forks in the road in the life path or whatever and and had this thought about how much are you making a choice, right? Or like how much are you letting the like river take you? Because there's certain changes that you make Mm -hmm. because you initiate them. You know, and you decide I need something different and I'm going to go out and do that. You know, sometimes that's maybe the way that you go. And then sometimes it's just like an opportunity comes up. And you wind that way. I found that interesting This in like the more recent stage of adulthood is, is this idea of choice and, and, and going and then just going with the flow. Yeah, you know? totally. And I mean, we all do it differently. And I think I've done it differently at different times. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, Chris, I am ready to hear the direction of your song. Let's, let's go. All right. My song is called Where Are You Going? Thank you. 
Chris, I feel like this is uh, a really emotional song, you know? Um, I, I feel like just, just lyrically and, and, and how all the, all the, all the elements come together, you know, that the weight of hollowed space. I'm like, that should be the name of my next album. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just laughing also because I'm thinking about like all of my anxieties have come out clearly in this song. (laughs) (laughs) There's some commonalities like in, in our songs, but like one thing is just, we're both playing with like uh, ideas of, of being lost, which maybe Mm -hmm. that's clear when the theme is maps. I feel like both of our songs too, play around with the idea of a map and reading a map or um, not following parts of a map or wanting the map to be something mm, different. Right, right. So the first time I heard this song, like my first reaction was it felt like like a desire for escape and feeling trapped, which all feels kind of relevant to me right now. Like what was inspired that sentiment? I don't know. <laughs> I I think a lot of it was just doing some pre-writing and thinking about the concept of a map and then you know, this idea of going places, but what happens if you're kind of stuck? And, you know, to be honest, maybe it was much more subliminal. Mm. And I didn't really think too much about the fact that I'm literally in my basement <laughs> recording, which is also my new office uh, for teaching. And, you know, I'm kind of trapped down here for eight hours a day. The other things that I hear are just this, like, great sense of loss and abandonment. How do you feel like Maps sort of relates to those themes? Yeah, so as I was writing the song and really struggling, yeah. as you know, try one of the tricks that I tried was to get myself to think of more of a story or creating a story. Mm. And so part of that was trying to think about how I could create a story around this idea of someone leaving someone else or, you know, losing a person or um, in your life. And that helped me to kind of create, you know, several verses around that. Um, I also intentionally put in the word map into the song. Mm, And maybe it was out of desperation because I was like, I don't know what to write. Let's put map in here. (laughs) But the idea of someone not leaving you a map, too, I think is one that I was thinking a lot about. That if someone leaves you, whether it's a relationship or whether it's death, that sometimes you just don't know where they're going. Yeah, and maybe you you also don't have a map for where you go from there. Yeah, you know, right? Like that can be that's a, a good point. A sense of being lost too. Like I don't have a map for this. I'm in a I'm in an unfamiliar heart space. <laughs> Sometimes that can just come out of nowhere, and you're suddenly in this new situation where you don't know where to go and you don't know how to proceed or how to move yeah. forward. Well, I think COVID's another example of that, you know, something that just happened and there was no map, you know, and not enough information. Totally. And that map is still like revealing itself now. Yeah. There's still no map. (laughs) I mean, honestly. Yeah. The more I listen to this song, the more I feel like it is a lot about movement through time and space. But there's a, a lot left open and a lot of mystery left in this in this song, you know, and and it makes me feel like maybe it's because there's that unknowing that yeah. the time and space in some ways is, is unknowable. What I love about our podcast, Hadley, is sometimes I write songs and I don't really think about what I'm writing or why I'm writing it. And so being able to hear someone else's perspective makes me realize mm. things that I was maybe doing subconsciously without really thinking about. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of writers or songwriters do this where it just kind of comes out automatically and then someone will point something out afterwards and you're like, oh, hmm, I didn't even think of that or notice that. Yeah. So thank you for pointing things out. I think sometimes, yeah, well, it's like, 
I'll tell I'll tell our listeners this one story. When Chris came and visited me last year, we went to the this museum here. So Chris and I played a game where we basically like we went into each room and Chris and I would choose a paint. We would go we'd do a kind of cursory walk around right. the room. Walk and through. We'd, we'd choose a piece of art that like spoke to us. us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both said that at the same time. And then and then we like would we try and guess each other's? No, I think then each of us would share. Yeah. So we'd like We'd kind of bring each other over and like present the piece of art yeah. and talk about why we liked it. And then like, I remember like we skipped a room that had like all these like old, boring, like portraits right. like from Europe or something. And we were like, now let's not do this room. And then like, I think you said, but there is a thought like we could probably find something in this room. Yeah. Like we could find something interesting in this room. And I, I like, I like that, you know, perspective of like, the idea is like, how do you think about these things? Like the point of, of art in general, I think t- it's not necessarily about intent. Mm-hmm. It's about, or about artists intent. It's about interpretation, you know, and what you can get from right. it or, or that, that sounds greedy, but what you perceive of it and, and, and how you right. learn, learn from it. The idea know? of the interaction of the, the reader or the viewer, right? That that interaction is perhaps ultimately what's most important is how we're, seeing things or hearing things and how we bring our experiences to that piece of artwork. Absolutely. It's, it's the processing of it is, is kind of as important for sure. I do want to add in one of my favorite things when we were playing this game is that, you know, the fun part is you get to pretend like you sound like, you know what you're talking about. (laughs) And so you, you're like, you know, you're like a little mini expert. And as we're walking around, people started to follow us. Like there were several people that were like listening to us and, you know, I wanted to tell them, like, we don't really know what we're talking about. We're just That's making right. things up that we like or just talking about, like, what we found interesting. Like, they thought we were some, like, Like, art experts. Or... Yeah. I think sometimes, too, a museum can feel so overwhelming that it feels like an experience between just you and the object or the things. And it can be hard to interact with other people if you go with other people. And so that's why it can be so fun is because you're actually discussing the pieces as opposed to just looking silently. At and then them. like, there's all these people who like, remember that day of like having two really annoying people talking like too much, like the whole time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it's time for this month's voicemail. And it comes from Sarah Hawk in Hawaii. Hi, Kristen Hadley. This is Sarah. And I just listened to your camp episode and I loved it. My wife and I recently had two baby boys and we started to have this joke uh, before they were born of like all the things we need to do, like, you know, get them in daycare and so on and so forth. And I started to joke, you know, well, we need to figure out what summer camp they're going to go to. We need to find them a summer camp. And I was joking on the timeline, but I was really serious in that I wanted to offer them that experience because I had it and it was really important to me. I felt like your podcast totally articulated why that was uh, it really resonated so thank you for putting it out there uh thank you for sharing i always look forward to your monthly podcast and uh great job thanks so much for the call sarah i'm so glad the camp episode resonated with you and yes on thinking ahead about your child's future camp it's a very important decision yeah so good to hear from you we love all the voicemails Tell us what you think about the themes, the music, the discussions. Just call 914 
5529. Call us. So this time we asked our community on Instagram, join us there, uh, for ideas on this month's theme. We've picked one that we're the most excited about. Hadley? This month's theme is neurons. Thank you, John McGrew, for uh, the suggestion. I'm pretty excited about this one. I'm excited and nervous. Like, is this something we're going to regret, you know? Not not more than maps. <laughs> We've regretted some. America. Yeah. I think this one's going to require me to do a little bit of research. I've actually started yeah. a little bit, doing oh, a little bit of, geez, you know, online research. Okay. Well, because I feel like it's a topic that I'll need to know a little bit more about before okay. I can start to think about how to write a song about it. Listen to our songs. Listen to our podcast. Join us on Instagram. Just hang out with us. That's all we ask. Thanks for joining us for another episode of No More Covers. And remember, everybody's an artist. See you next month. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Love us. <laughs> <laughs>